Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, welcome back. As always, thank you for listening. And please don't forget that Speak It On has a Patreon page. Anything you can help us with would be very blessed and appreciated. Today, talking about appreciation, we're going to look at two things that are actually set together. One is thanksgiving, thanking, thankfulness, and the other is praise. It's interesting in the Bible, those words often are used interchangeable. Interchangeably. So, a while back, I heard this little proverb, so to speak, and it went like this. I complained that I had no shoes until I saw the man who had no feet. And, I hate to say it, but about a year ago, I was doing some praying and uh, just listening to myself. And I'm not going to say that this was like a a conscious thing where I was like listening to myself and recording it and playing it back on the prayer situation, but it was more like this. I noticed as I was praying... I sure was asking for a lot of stuff. In fact, my prayer sort of sounded a lot like a grocery list. And then it dawned on me. That's how God does things sometimes. It's kind of dawned on me. Have I ever thanked God for what he's doing? Have I ever thanked him? There's a lot of situations, a lot of times, we run into stuff. We run into situations that are really bad. And we may say, oh, thank God, you know. Um, Or we may get upset and say, why did God let this happen to me? Well, instead of saying, wow, it could have been really, really bad. One example, and I've mentioned this before in my life, has been when I got thyroid cancer. Now, I'll be very honest with you, no one thanks God for cancer. It just doesn't happen. Sometimes. Um... But I'll say this. When I looked at the scope of all of the other cancers out there and the treatability of thyroid cancer and the return rate for it, I felt a little different because I didn't have colon cancer, which is what kill my dad or pancreatic cancer which killed my cousin 
or anything of that nature. So being grateful, have an attitude of gratitude, is an important thing. As a matter of fact, when Israel was in the wilderness of Sinai in the Old Testament, in the book of Exodus, I believe, one thing that God really just got up in his business was ingratitude. Because, and murmuring. Now, I, here I want to make it very clear. People try to throw the Jewish people under the bus for this period of time in the Old Testament. And I'm not convinced there's any other blooming race on this planet that would have done any better. So it irritates me some when pastors are just quick to just, oh, well, look at that, look at that, you know, look how horrible they were. Yeah, 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 and if you were there, you'd be worse. So the situation is there was grumbling. Uh, and this is human stuff, not just them, humans. They were thirsty. They complained. God gave them water. They were hungry. They complained. God gave them manna. They were hungry for meat. They complained. God gave them quail. Meat. Their shoes didn't wear out. Their clothes didn't wear out. He watched over them personally. Not a lot of gratitude in that situation. Now, that was the mental image I was getting of myself. Because I was getting in this state of mind where it was gimme, 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 gimme. And there wasn't a whole lot of gratitude flowing out of me. Sometimes God can't work with you if you don't appreciate what you have. You know, we have car accidents sometimes. And instead of thanking God we're not dead, we're complaining that our car's broke. Or, maybe not dead, maybe paralyzed, missing a limb. You know, and it's that glass half empty kind of thing. And I'll be honest, I'm guilty of that. Okay? I'm guilty of that. And I had to get into the point where I make a conscious effort to thank God for everything I've got, as much as I can possibly remember, before I ask Him for stuff. Now, does God, does that mean God doesn't want you asking for stuff? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. God wants you to ask for stuff that you need. And to be honest with you, if you come to Him with a grateful heart, He'll give you stuff you don't need. One example that comes to mind is Solomon when he, when he 
actually, I think he had a dream, but uh, but he prayed to God, hey, I just need the wisdom to lead your people. And God was really pleased with that. He, and he told Solomon, look, since you didn't ask for riches and fame and long life and all this other stuff and your enemies at your feet, since you didn't ask for any of this, I'm going to give it to you. Because you can't outgive God. The God of Israel cannot be outgiven. But you have to have an attitude of gratitude. And by the way, you also have to be willing to work on his timetable. And that's another human problem. We want stuff when we want stuff. God, I need it yesterday. God's not an ATM. Never has been, never will be. He is the master of the universe. And he doesn't have to work on anybody's timetable. In some ways, that's why I really don't like dispensationalism. Because it's God in the box. And the minute you got God in the box, you don't have God. That's not God. So... Thankfulness. One passage that I that I really like is in Ephesians. And Ephesians is one of the few books where somebody's not teeing off on a problem. Uh, and this is Paul in chapter 5 we'll start at well let's let's start at 15 okay let's start at 15 because he's got he's got some super good points I just just love this okay so verse 15 we're going to start at and going to go all the way uh, through uh, 21 and that sounds like a long way, but it's not. So, Paul says to the Ephesians, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of God is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Verse 20, giving thanks always for everything. To God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Now, verse 520, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. It, see, everyone, everyone wants to feel appreciated don't care who it is. Every B 
being on this planet wants to feel appreciated at some level, at some point, for something. At least once. And the living God wants to be appreciated. How do you appreciate Him? Well, prayer and thanking Him verbally is is one thing you can do. And if you want to ramp that up, the next thing to add to that would be behavior. So if you if you thank God for what you've got and you take care of what you have and you're a good steward of what God has given you, that means something. That registers on the spirit scale. That registers. Now, is that just about stuff? No. If you appreciate God and you thank God and you're a thankful person, you 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 act like it, which means you will treat other people like you're thankful. You'll appreciate the special people in your life. Your significant others, your family, your friends, and you'll treat them like God wants them to be treated, like they're appreciated. Now, here's here's a kicker. God feels appreciated when we imitate Him. Why is that? What do you mean, imitate? God says imitate Him. What did He do? He came down here to get us out of a mess. What did he do for Israel? He came down and he walked them through the desert for 40 years. What does he do for you? He keeps you breathing. If God stops working with you, then you stop working. You stop breathing. And here's the kicker. God keeps people breathing even when they choose to do stuff that he doesn't like. Now that's grace. Why is that? Because every criminal on a planet ought to stop breathing. I mean, in some, in, you know, if, or let me rephrase that, not every criminal... But if you thought about it this way, um, every murderer on the planet, I guess, would stop breathing. But it's by God's grace, His mercy, that we're even allowed to stay alive. Why is that? For opportunity. Opportunity to do more for Him by doing more for others. In His name. Now,
Ephesians 5.20 again. Give thanks always. Believe it or not, there is always something to be thankful for. It's like I mentioned. I stopped complaining that I had no shoes when I saw the man who had no feet. Now, with that thought in mind, let's throw praise back in there. You can praise God by thanking Him. And by the way, praising God, no matter what your situation is, is a fantastic thing. I read a book by Merlin Carruthers. He was an ex-chaplain in the army. He worked. He he went to be with the Lord in 2014. But he's fantastic, fantastic man. And the the book was the power in praise, the power of praise. And in that book, he outlines how important it is just to praise God, to thank God, no matter what your situation is. Because sometimes God's waiting for that to change what's going on so with that thought in mind I want to encourage you to keep on speaking it on thank you for listening to this edition of speak it on and as always don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth and may God bless all of your efforts